Hey babes, welcome to the podcast. It's Emily and Abigail. And on today's episode, we have our special guest, Miss Evie. So basically today's podcast, um, Evie and I kind of talked a little bit beforehand about what this podcast is really going to be about and um, just having her experience with social media and just her story of finding her own identity um, apart from social media is so powerful. So we want her to share her story. We want to share just some encouragement um, from Miss Evie herself. So, so... (laughs) Um, how do you think, like, first off, like, how do you think social media, like, influences, like, people our age or even, like, generations, like, older than us, younger than us? Like, how do you think, like, it's influencing us or do you think it influences us at all? Yeah, so social media is huge nowadays. You can see major companies actually moving over from general TV advertisements to social media ads. You know that every single social media app you get on, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, You see an ad every like maybe 15 to 30 seconds because they're constantly trying to get things in front of your face. And the biggest thing is not only ads, but influencers. So Mm -hmm. once you get a big enough following, companies are like, oh, this person has a lot of attention. Let me see what I can give them to get my product in front of their fans' faces. So because they notice the following and the engagement, they're like, oh, this could be good for my brand. This could make me more money. And sometimes it can end up being a little bit manipulative, which Mm -hmm. is negative. But honestly, social media has two sides. Mm -hmm. So as much as I could say, oh, like it's terrible, whatever, but it does have a positive side because people have increased their connectivity. Like you can call someone from like halfway around the world and be connected with them through social media and make friends over social media. But I feel like if you don't withdraw yourself from the person who you are online to the person who you are in real life, then those kind of merge a little bit into the point where it becomes dangerous. And then Mm. your identity is reflected by likes and followers and how many comments you get on a post, whether negative or positive, et cetera. That's I think like straight on point with that. So like I know you like touched a little bit on identity, but like what do you think is like so important about keeping your identity like separate like share a little bit about your story like if you want to about just like how like you found like your personal identity how you made that um differentiation between the two like between social media ev versus ev right so i social started social media i would say about six years ago i started after getting into acting um my parents put me into acting and modeling to boost my confidence i wouldn't really talk i was a really shy person And little by little, I fell in love with, like, the means of production, like, from start Mm -hmm. to finish, like, writing, filming, editing, producing, kind of getting content out there. And my parents were kind of weary about it at first. They were like, okay, you can do it, but take it slow. Like, just don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't hop in, like, head first. Yeah, they were like, just take it easy. And I was like, I really want to do this. So I slowly started with a YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and uh, got bullied, like, crap for it through uh, freshman year of high school. Um, oh it got to the point where I did have to file a police report for cyberbullying. It was very bad. I ended up doing school online for the next two years after that because it really affected me. And at that point, I didn't blow up. Like, I was just posting content, being myself. 
uh, just generally like introducing myself into social media and what that would mean. Just kind of having fun with it. Yeah. And just kind of like the first like innocent stages of it. Yeah. And it was wow. um, at the point in social media where everything was more like lifestyle and like how to tutorials and kind of a thing. So that's kind of like what OG I was YouTube. getting at. Yeah, OG, OG YouTube. <laughs> that was so much fun. <laughs> no, I loved it. I fell in love with it. I followed like a bunch of really big influencers and I kind of took upon that what I could be doing. And of course, in like an innocent and fun way, like family friendly and stuff. So little by little, um, it, it, it was growing steadily. And um, the same thing with Instagram and such. And then TikTok happened. Yeah. So TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> no, seriously. I was very hesitant about TikTok at first. Back in 2019, it was very considered cringy. People mm-hmm. were always like, oh my gosh, they're on TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like stay away from me. Um, but then COVID hit, 2020. And I was like, you know, I kind of like the idea of just having these short bursts of content that keep people engaged. Mm -hmm. And at the time, people are on TikTok way more than YouTube. So I was like, this is actually pretty cool. And at that time, um, I was really, really just like trying to focus on like my health, um, like my relationship with the Lord um, and just like trying to get content out there. So I posted my first video um and it blew up <laughs> 300,000 views and i was like okay this is happening um and then it just started to progress uh the only thing i would have changed was like how often i posted mm. i got so almost swallowed by mm. it that i went from posting like once or twice a day to 10 to 15 times a day oh wow and it would be about 80 to 90 videos a week and that's like they that's a lot that is a lot <laughs> that's so lot that is we're a lot. over here like trying to get two <laughs> literally wow yeah so wow. i would constantly watch like advice videos or like how to grow your channel how to do whatever so i was constantly trying to get to that next level right? yeah and i didn't believe it would get as high as it did um, once I hit 10K, I was like, oh, this is cute. Like, I have a little family. Like, hashtag smile squad. Like, it was super cute. And oh, that's innocent. so cute. <laughs> yeah, like, I yeah. had, like, like, cute little merch and just, like, positivity. The entire thing was positive-based. Um, and since I did have a lot of uh, Christian content on there, um, it started to get a little bit iffy mm. because I had people from other religions who didn't like me, who right. post about me, get a lot of hate. And I really wasn't doing anything to them. I was just like, Jesus loves you. <laughs> you know, have fun with that. Yeah. Um, and then little by little it creeped into more of like acting stuff or dances and it slowly began to like become me if that makes sense like i almost tried to follow the trends more than listen to my creative mind of what i should be posting yeah. oh gotcha. you know gotcha so it's like oh a trend was out there oh that trend is really cool does the song have a bad lyric maybe but i, I can move past that that was kind of my mindset mm. like it's just one bad word mm. or just something small and and every small step became like a bigger step. Mm. But the thing is, the more steps I took in the trends direction, the more followers and traction I gained. Oh, wow. And the more like companies would reach out and be like, hey, we want to work with you. Like we want to sponsor you with our product or create an advertisement on what we're doing. And in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, this could be like really big for me. So I slowly started shifting my content and then my audience started to shift. And then um, this past year, uh, 2021, during the summertime, I was just hanging out with some people online in a live stream, and it somehow got on the For You page and had over, like, 7,000, 8,000 viewers. Mm. I was petrified, but at the same time, I was like, this is, like, the best thing that could ever happen to, like, my career or whatever. From that point on, the pressure hit me like a truck. I was like, wow. oh, my goodness. I couldn't imagine. People, 
it's crazy because you you don't realize like how many people are like watching you and I was just like oh my gosh like if I slip up like it almost became like a mindset of perfectionism like I need to be perfect I need to make sure that if I don't look a certain way or act a certain way I'm gonna get hate people won't like me I'll lose my brand opportunities Mm. it just it went from being fun and wholesome and like pure-hearted to very like uh, pressurized and like consuming your thoughts too yeah absolutely every single i can't time. imagine the amount of anxiety too like that comes with mm-hmm. that yeah. it Ooh. was crazy like it, it it got to the point where like it started to affect my grades i would start to get like panic attacks and like just wasn't even comfortable with who i was in myself and then that would lead to like binge eating or like other like things that are just not healthy you know and then like, led to a really unhealthy lifestyle exactly. outside of the social media. Right. It's like yeah. I wasn't on social media, but at the same time, I was always thinking like, oh, my gosh, what's my next move? Mm. Like, how am I going to mm. do this? I'm like, there's so many steps. And then I, because of some uh, friends that I made on TikTok, like I met a bunch of huge creators, which are very kind. But one thing that creators do to each other is they're always pushing them to make more content. They're like, oh, you should post this or do this trend or do this, which is kind in a way. but then it creates a slight sense of competition, which mm. kind of creates a divide. Um, and also some jealousy can kind of, kind of get in there and be like sabotaging and stuff. I mean, the people mm. I met were fantastic, don't get me wrong. But um, I was slowly being pushed into the gaming world. Uh. And I started Twitch. <laughs> and I was not a huge gamer. I loved playing video games, don't get me wrong, but it was more like with my brother or my friends. It like was casual. Very, yeah, yeah, it was very casual. There wasn't really any pressure on that. And then um, slowly they're like, you should start Twitch. Like, you'd be great on Twitch. You can make money on Twitch. And I was like, eh, well, I'm already making money on TikTok and other platforms. Do I really need Twitch? Is that mm-hmm. kind of what I was thinking? Um, so slowly started progressing into online gaming. And then I did that three times a week. So if you take that three times a week online live streaming Plus. for three hours each stream. And Dang. then all of the videos I was posting, trying to keep up with my YouTube channel. I'm a college student, trying to keep up with my college student. I also had a job. So the amount of pressure just kept stacking like bricks and I was slowly becoming crushed and crushed and crushed until like I got to my breaking point. Wow. And in through all of that, I realized like like I tur- kind of did like a, a 180 like to kind of see like where I was and where I am now. And I noticed that even though I had such a mentality of like earthly success, yeah. I was so far from God, mm. which really hurt my heart essentially because yeah. I was like like what happened like well the that's kind of how you started out too is exactly. just trying to post like positivity and to post like hey like Jesus, Jesus loves you, you. like yeah. all these all these right. things and then like from there to where you were at yeah the point difference is completely different literally it was it was I started with a mindset of everything for the kingdom and slowly shifted to like everything for me it, it became yeah. very pride-filled and self-centered mm. and the way I think that really contributed to that was basically I didn't have a backbone I didn't have Christian friends to be like hey like mm. watch out for your content or like I wasn't even pouring into myself because I came became so busy quote-unquote with yeah. all the videos and all the stuff I had to do that I became unplugged um, from like where I should have been with God right. a little bit. So this past like two months or three months, I've been off of social media. I completely took down all of my pages. I literally got to the point where it was like 330,000 followers, 4.4 million likes. Like it was insane. And for an average person, 
it would be difficult to let that go. That is like something people crave at this age, I would say, because people are always I would completely to be popular. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Everyone everyone wants that level of success and acceptance and yeah. definitely the followers, the likes, they definitely get to you like a hundred and ten percent. And like we even have to like balance like we have to sit yeah. down and have conversations about like, okay, what's too much right yeah. what what's the level of too much because again we have to remember to stay grounded and even just talking yeah. to you I was like wow this is so inspiring because it's like it takes a lot doing it together as two people holding each other accountable mm. much less doing it you by, by yourself. yourself yeah right. and then coming to that realization of hold on I need to reground and come right. back to point a and really reevaluate like where your foundation was yeah, yeah. It kind of goes into our next question. Um, how do you think people can kind of like stay true to their identity? How did you come back to like, hey, mm-hmm. this is my identity as Evie, mm-hmm. not as Evie the TikToker, Evie the YouTuber, Evie the social media influencer. Like, how did you like come back to the hobbies that you enjoy, not just making like videos and content constantly? Like elaborate yeah. on that some more. So it was kind of a hard divide of like, it was like almost overnight when I decided like, I need to change something. This is affecting me too much and it's starting to affect my friends, my family, and it's just not right. It's not healthy. And um, at the ENC conference, I got hit like a truck. They always hit you like a truck. Always. I was crying, bawling my eyes out during worship. I was like, holy crap. Like the videos and stuff, the preaching like all that kind of hit me and was like you need to set a change you've become Mm. so far from what you used to do like like loving to paint or just going on a picnic with friends for a bible study like like very small things wholesome things the little things that make everything wholesome exactly the little things that i used to enjoy and just like not having to worry about looking perfect all the time or trying to make sure that my makeup was like exactly what needed to be like all of these little tiny tidbits of my life that I like missed and um that first ENC night I rededicated my life to Christ I was like God I don't want this anymore like I need to be plugged in with you because that's where true joy came from yeah like I remember feeling so alone yeah. And scared and being like, oh, my gosh, like, it's literally just me and the screen. Like, I, you don't see the people who are tapping the heart button or commenting. You just you just feel like, oh, I'm just going to post. OK, it's done. Another video. And it's it just becomes mm. so repetitive. It's not fulfilling. It's really not. And I used to like actually like people would invite me out to places. and I'd be like, no, sorry, I got it. I got to have a live stream. Or I've got a film today. And it became so self-isolating that that's where the anxiety and depression started to kind of like creep up on me. Yeah. But then because I was kind of forced out of my element in the conference, I realized, holy crap, like these these people. I'm missing out on all of this. Right. And I was like, I actually found true friends, which is another thing I feel like is really important. When you get to that level of earthly success or people are like, oh, wow, you're so cool or whatever. You have so many followers, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever celebrity. People start to like the version of you they see online rather than who you are in real life. Mm. And it, it kind of hurts when so you meet someone and then they kind of already knew like, oh, you're on social media. They're like, oh what kind of celebrity have you met? Or can you introduce me to this person? Or like... And it's more about your connections than who you actually are. Yeah. Exactly. You just get in a cycle of using, 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 using. using. Absolutely. And I would meet people who would be like, oh, help me with my TikTok or help me with my YouTube or do my thumbnail. And I'm like, 
do you want to like get coffee or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you want to hang out? Like watch a yeah. movie or it just became like completely just abused. I would say mm-hmm. in that sense, because none of my friends were like real, you yeah. know, they were all just like, Oh, we're using you for views or for content or just to get something out of you. It was never a genuine connection of like wanting to spend time with you or like learn about each other or just like do life together. Yeah. And that's one thing I really realized, like even like coming into like ENC and stuff, like I was like, whoa, these people like don't want like simply Evie, the brand, the person. They want Evie. And it's like, it's refreshing because I was just kind of like had a mindset. I would constantly be judged by things online that i'm like am i good enough for regular people like it kind of scared me and had like a little bit of fear in that sense but now i'm like holy crap i have people who like actually like me for like who i am Mm -hmm. yeah like i don't have to post a picture or a video or act a certain way just to be like oh my gosh like hey guys it's evie welcome back to my channel like it's like (laughs) yeah (laughs) no i I get it yeah no totally it was so like on off on off and it was so draining just mentally spiritually physically i remember there'd be entire days when i would film and not even eat wow. mm. like it just it's just draining you yeah absolutely. emotionally and physically like i know like even with us when we're recording and editing like some days mm. we're just like absolutely we have to stop we're like cut it even if yeah. we're not done we yeah. have to take a break because my goodness this is a lot <laughs> it is like a lot. people don't realize how much work goes into it because they'll just see a video that goes viral and they're just like oh wait i can do that too and it's like pause pause, do you really do you you really really want want to to? yeah like do you really really want to and it does become that fine line of like that identity of whether i am going to be the social Mm -hmm. media influencer or whether i want to be that social media Mm -hmm. influencer because not all influencers are bad but it's that line and healthy boundaries i think that come into play of whether whether or not you're capable of holding those boundaries or if it's just going to swallow you up. Literally, yeah. What is probably, like, your biggest advice for, I mean, and, like, put social media aside, like, even, like, we have a lot of high school listeners. We also have a lot of, like, college listeners Mm -hmm. as well, and some older as well. But, um, like, what do you think is some of the biggest advice that you could give to someone who's trying to figure out who they are? So they are trying out all these trends. They're trying out all these new things. Like, how does um, someone, like, really find their true identity? And, right. I mean, you obviously, like, said through Christ and everything mm-hmm. like that. But what is your biggest advice to someone? Like, in a deeper sense? Yeah. Um, so I would say my two biggest things are balance Mm-hmm. um and relationships because you will really just find your identity in a way through other people mm-hmm. i'm not saying that other people are to be idolized but in the sense that like spending time like with my mom cooking like i feel more like i am mm-hmm. who i am or um balance meaning like if you're constantly for example as a college student or high school student the majority of your time is spent doing homework Mm-hmm. And if you slowly let your grades define how smart you are or how talented mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. or same thing with sports, even because some Especially people, sports, yeah, yeah, some people are like, oh, if my stats or if like I didn't kick enough right. field goals or I don't even know, <laughs> like sports stuff, no, like, literally. you start to lose yourself mm-hmm. and kind of think that your achievements are a representation of who you are, which is completely incorrect. Um, And then when it comes to like the biblical sense of self, um, really just like plugging yourself into the word of God, because 
the Bible tells you who you are. It tells you right. you're a child of yeah. God. You are like this amazing being that was created for a purpose. And if you lose sight of that, you kind of think that you're not enough and all of these negative thoughts, which is just the enemy trying to like clog right. up your brain with all of this false information. Mm-hmm. So definitely like those things, like just creating balance, harmony in life. Um, plugging yourself into the word and just making sure you surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up rather than tear you to the ground and just completely just consume you. Right. And I think that that goes back to exactly what you were saying earlier about how um, like with with balance, like you can social media has a very bad side, Mm. but there's also the good side. Right. And it's like if you have that balance and you're able to walk on that line and not dip on one side too much or dip on the other too much then you can like attain those dreams attain what you want to do but it is so important in every aspect to have balance it's important like if you work out you also got to eat right yes ma'am. you know Mm -hmm. if you want to be living for christ you still got to be able to be be in your word you got to be able to be in a solid prayer life if you want to get somewhere, there's going to take different things and different sacrifices. Right. And I think it's a matter of managing all of those. And especially as a high school and a college student, it's so easy to be solely focused on that one thing. Yeah. It's so easy to be like, that's my dream. That's what I'm going to focus on right now. Right. And I know even for myself and for Emily as well, we've had to be like, okay, yes, this is a dream. Yes, we love it. Yes, we're pouring into it. But realistically, we are in college with jobs and yeah, classes and time. and yeah. rent to pay and yeah. like stuff Life. and also wanting to enjoy those hobbies that you loved and miss like picnics or painting you know just little mm-hmm. things and like for me I was like let's get back in basketball it's time so I went back <laughs> and did that you know like enjoying yeah. those things enjoying and life. I think um balance is such an important thing I'm learning mm-hmm. I'm learning how to manage because I think it's so easy to have a mindset of I'm at the age where I have to figure out exactly what I want to do. And now that I know exactly what I need to do, I'm going to put everything into it and forget about everything else. Yeah. And it's like when you are in your prayer life, you can trust that the Lord is guiding your steps Mm. and you can trust that he is going to guide that path. And if you are doing what you love, but also making sure there is a balance of other things in your life, you can get to where you want to be. And so I think your story is like very inspiring to the fact of, you realize where your worth is and you realize that your identity is not found in an image online. Absolutely not. Your identity is found in Christ and in Christ alone. Mm-hmm. And if you are a social media influencer, you still, mm-hmm. your identity is still found in Christ alone. It doesn't matter if you have one follower or 300,000 followers. Mm-hmm. You're loved just as much by God. Absolutely. It does not matter. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's awesome. And then this kind of leads into like our last question that we ask everybody, <laughs> everybody, and it's kind of the biggest, scariest question, oh, but it's also the most fun. Okay. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, where do we see Evie going? I know you had told me you have some fun things coming up. It's okay <laughs> if you don't want to tell us. It's totally okay. But I know there's some fun things and everything. So where do you see yourself? So um, I do have a few things, um, a little bit of a jumble after kind of getting out of that constant like consuming thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had a passion for business and stuff. Um, I'm majoring in marketing right now, which is super cool. And weirdly enough, it started as like a way to help my social media. But now that I know how social media works, I want to kind of pour it into something else. So Mm. currently, I'm working on a startup. It's a um, faith-based activewear brand for both men and women. 
Um, I'm really not sure where I'm going with it right now, <laughs> but I'm um, internally freaking out because I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm your first com- <laughs> customer. Whatever is ready, I'm take my money. Yeah, I'm literally just like taking it step by step with like the rebranding, the manufacturers, like getting the website together, just taking little things, and I'm trying to make sure that I don't allow myself to get overly consumed with that either. Yeah. So I just want to be like, I want this thing to happen, and I just want to make sure I do it right and God willing with everything that He wants me to do in my life. And like then with his timing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because sometimes we all like rush ahead of like <laughs> what we really want. <laughs> so um, that's one aspect, and then another aspect is like I fell in love back with the way I fell in love with production in the first place before I started my YouTube channel. Um, I've always loved the producing and directing and stuff, so I do plan on trying to get back into that in a different sense Mm. because I do have a lot of connections, but completely, like, faith-based. And I think that as long as I'm connected to the Lord's Vine and I am getting that... Um, just like getting filled with his word, then I can have the opportunity to pour into others in the same way that like I'm being poured into by my friends and family. So it's, it's more of just trying to figure out how I want to use the skills and talents that God has given me mm-hmm. and kind of use that and push that through my passions to do the kingdom's work, yeah. if that makes sense. So yeah. little by little, trying to understand where I want to be um, hopefully a successful business five years. I mean, five years is not a lot of time. So maybe maybe semi-successful, like pick it up or something. I don't know. You can define successful the way you want to define it. But mm. I just want to make sure that I am on the Lord's path and just enjoying life, honestly, with the people around me. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, thank you so much yeah, for sharing. Awesome. We're excited. <laughs> We're excited for whatever's coming. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming of on the course. Babe podcast. We absolutely loved hearing your story. You guys may or may not be hearing more of Evie in oh. the future. Oh, 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 oh. Let me just dropping that in there. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much. We appreciate having you. And do you have yeah. anything else you want to say? I'm on the same page with Emily. Thanks for <laughs> just sharing all of that. Yeah. Of course. No, I loved being here. This is literally so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see you next Wednesday, babes. And there is going to be a big announcement on next week's episode. So make sure you tune in. Um, there will be some changes, but they're going to be awesome. So we can't wait. So, yeah. Yeah. See you next, next Wednesday. Wednesday. Bye, Bye, babes. babes. <laughs>